0: Welcome to the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. So glad that you've plugged in here with us. Uh, Look forward to the next hour. Uh, So does Alan Dempsey. He's our engineer overseeing his kingdom here. And and then uh, Andrew Herdliska does the producing of the show. Oz Hillman is with us. He's in Atlanta, founder and president of Marketplace Leaders, has an interesting book out, 31 Decrees of Blessing for Your Work Life.
1: Oz, welcome back to Orlando. How are you? Pat, good to be with you always. been It's been a while. Very good to reconnect.
0: What is Marketplace Leaders, first of all?
1: Pat, Marketplace Leaders is a ministry designed to help men and women understand how to integrate their faith life with their work life. Years ago, I realize that many people uh, you know, didn't understand that their faith life is very important in their work life, and it's not to be checked at the door after Sunday when they go in Monday. We're not to be Monday morning atheists, but we're actually to live our faith 24-7, seven days a week. Tell me about your new book. Well, the new book is called 31 Decrees of Blessing for Your Work Life, and it's a book that I believe, is a tool that will help believers uh, understand how to apply the spoken Word of God into their daily life. I I sense that uh, over the years, this has been a part of my life, uh, most of my Christian life, but I realize many people don't understand how God used the spoken Word for breakthroughs in their life. And so, uh, it's a was a fun project to do, 31 days, uh, and you can go over it again after another 30, you know, every day each month. And uh, it has a story each day uh, about a situation or theme of that day. Then we have 10 decrees, you know. Job twenty-two twenty-eight says, Thou shalt also decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. That's the biblical basis for the book. And then those ten decrees are based on Scripture, how to apply them in your life every day.
0: Day one, speak the glory of God. Tell us about that.
1: I started out the book uh, sharing a story about Stanley Tam, who— uh, founded a company in 1956, a plastics corporation. And early on, Stanley uh, understood that his business should be owned by the Lord. In fact, he transferred ownership to God and uh, gives the proceeds of his business to support missions all over the world. And so day one, we talk about that my work is worshiped to God and done to the glory of God. So all of our decrees that day are about ownership and about glorifying God in what we do. Day two. Day speak two. to your speak to your mountain, you call it. Yeah, day two is an inspiring testimony of Jay Gunnar Olsen, the Swedish founder of the International Christian Chamber of Commerce, and my spiritual mentor, and uh, he shares a story about a miracle that happened in his business. He he also had a plastics company which uh, made these large plastic bags that fit over the bales of hay during harvest time. And um, they had a a problem with these thousand pallets of bags that they were ready to ship where the bags had sealed. Uh, There was a molecular breakdown, the scientists told him. And as a result, they just had a 1,000 sheets of of trash, basically. But through a number of circumstances and prayer and uh, an amazing miracle, after they had prayed over these thousand pallets, there was restoration of the bags. And the scientists and inspectors came back to inspect these because they inspected the problem first and then came back and found that this was a genuine miracle that had happened. And here he had spoken over his business, and the decrees that day are about uh, speaking to your mountain.
0: How about day three, speak provision for the needy? Yeah,
1: that, uh, that day we're talking about how God provides for us, and we talk about Boaz, who was a successful farmer, and how he... Uh, would make the gleanings of his business uh, available to the poor. And so this day is talking about how do we care for the poor through our work-life call. You know, Deuteronomy um, 8.18 said he gives us the ability to create wealth to establish his kingdom on earth. And uh, so the decrees for that day talk about decreeing the use of our uh, resources to bless the poor
0: next topic speak to your sales
1: yeah this is uh, uh talking about um decreeing over our sales and uh, whenever we run into problems what can we do and this is actually a personal story of mine where i had uh, my first book published way back in 2000, and the Internet was just getting going. And uh, I was only selling two or three books a week uh, over the next two months. And uh, I woke up one sa- uh, Saturday morning, and Mark 11:22 was on my heart that says, if someone says to this mountain... Uh, and has great faith when having no doubt, mountain be lifted up and thrown into the midst of the sea and believe that what he says will happen, it will be done. And so I, I felt like the Lord was leading me to go down to my basement and lay hands on my books, a mountain of books, and said, in the name of Jesus, get out of the basement and go be a blessing to someone who can use these books. And so I felt kind of funny doing that, but You know, that was a Saturday, and at 2 o'clock that afternoon, I got a phone call from a ministry I had no prior relationship with that ordered 300 books from me. It was a $3,000 order, and so God was teaching me that there are times when we need to speak to our mountain of whatever it might be.
0: Next topic for you, Oz, speak to your provision,
1: yeah, Speak to Your Provision is based on Second Kings 4, uh, which says your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. So often, you know, you and I can run in lean times, and this particular story is about a widow who had come to her last meal, and she came to Elijah and said, what should I do? And he says, what do you have in your house? And she says, uh, I don't, I don't have anything, really. And she, he said, well, do you have any oil lamps? And he, she said, yes, I have a few oil lamps. And he says, well, go collect all the oil lamps from your um, neighbors. And so she did. And uh, so then he said, now pour oil in the lamp. And, well, the she started pouring oil in the lamp, and it never stopped. And he said, now take all of these lamps and go sell them and you will live off of that. So it was really multiplying what you don't perceive that you have and uh, uh, combining it with faith, and it's a wonderful story of provision.
0: Oz Hillman is our guest, author of 31 Decrees of Blessing for Your Work Life. Day six, speak to your circumstance. What's that mean?
1: Yeah, that's talking about Joshua in chapter six, Uh, which the verse says the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpets. And it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with great joy that the wall fell down. So here's another example of how God instructed someone to speak to something for the breakthrough. And so they walked around the city for seven days blowing the trumpet. And the last day they were to uh, proclaim a shout toward that wall, and the wall fell down. And so that this is a uh, day talking about that story and encouraging us to use the spoken words for breakthrough.
0: My guest, Oz Hillman, he's in Atlanta. We have another segment with Oz. So stay with us. Just a reminder, you're listening to the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. We gather like this every weekend. And always so pleased when you take time to to visit with us. You're listening, of course, to the new AM 990 and FM 101.5, The Word, in Orlando. Stay with us. More with Oz Hillman right after these messages. Oz Hillman's uh, latest book is out, 31 Decrees of Blessing for Your Work Life. Uh, day seven, speak words of life. Uh, fill us in, Oz.
1: Proverbs 18 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so on this day, I talk about how words uh, can be either positive or negative in our life. I give a story about Ted Turner, whose father was very negative toward him growing up, and how he had to overcome those words to be successful. And he actually used those negative words as inspiration to prove his father wrong. And so in this day, we talk about uh, using our words in a positive sense. You know, uh, the first decree for that day is my tongue has the power of life and death and I will eat the fruit of my words, which will give life, not death. And so this day we're talking about really being positive with our words.
0: The next topic for you as we move through your book, we're at day eight, speak peace and unity to your team.
1: Yeah, in this day, we're talking about proclaiming unity over the the teams that we work with. and the workplace, we're always working with teams and so forth. And I tell the story about William Wilberforce who is one of the greatest leadership stories of all time, where he had a group that he worked with called the Clapham Group that they fellowshiped together, and they were influencers in, in their culture at that time, and they together were able to abolish slavery after 30 years of work. And so on the decrees that day, we focus on team building, Uh, For instance, the first decree for that day says, I will make sure my team understands our vision and purpose of our mission, and I will be a team player.
0: Speak financial blessing, day nine.
1: Yeah, this uh, goes back to something we said a few minutes ago, Deuteronomy 8.18. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get well, that he may establish his covenant which he swore to your fathers, as it is this day. And so this day, we're going going to talk about Solomon and um, David Green, who is the founder of Hobby Lobby, a chain of arts and craft stores, and how they're a wonderful example of how they're using financial blessing to build the kingdom of God.
0: Oz Hillman is with us. Speak to marriages represented in your workplace.
1: Yeah and this uh, this day we're talking about um, blessing of marriages and how important it is and I used the story in this day about Ronald and Nancy Reagan and how they had a, a really great marriage and I share the seven tips that uh, were modeling they were modeling in their marriage that all of us can learn from and then in our decrees we decree blessing over our marriage and uh, being intentional about making time for uh, our marriages and uh, being a blessing to our mates.
0: Oz, day 11, speak God's protection.
1: Yeah, Psalm 91, verse 14 and 15 says, Because you have delighted in me as my great lover, I will greatly protect you. I will set you in a high place, Safe and secure before my face. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will find and feel my presence in your time of pressure and trouble. So, in this day, we're talking about God's protection. And I share a powerful story of a woman named Cheryl who was protected in a, um, a tornado and how God kept her from being destroyed in that tornado. And then in our decrees, we talk about, fearing not, for God is always with me. All the decrees are based on scripture. So uh, each sentence, you can see the scripture verse related to that.
0: Day 12, Oz. Speak favor with your clients and customers.
1: Yes, yeah, Psalm 512. Lord, how wonderfully you bless the righteous. Your favor wraps around each one and covers them under your canopy of kindness and joy. And so in this, we're, so many of us in the workplace, we had clients, and uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to impact our clients. And so in this, uh, this one, we're talking about an example of serving our customers and uh, how God has given us scriptures and support for that. And, you know, uh, Pat, I just might might mention that uh, we do a full teaching on this book at 31Decrees.com, 31Decrees.com, and they can learn more about many of these stories and uh, the application in their own life.
0: Day 12, Oz, speak favor with your clients and customers.
1: Yeah, that's what we just did. So we'd be on day 13. Yes, yeah, speak, favor.
0: speak favor with your enemies, yes.
1: That's right. Matthew five tells us that we are to bless our enemies, you know, not just forgive them, but actually bless them. And um in in this day I talk about uh how Joseph forgave his son, you know, his people who uh hurt him and uh David, how he was betrayed by Many and this is really graduate level course for leaders, and so the decrees for that day are all about forgiving others. For instance, uh, the decree number one is: "I choose to forgive those who have betrayed me or wronged me."
0: Oz, tell us about day fourteen. Speak protection in times of uncertainty.
1: Yeah, that's a, a great uh, devotional for based on Habakkuk 3. And Habakkuk is saying, you know, though the flock may be cut off from my fold and there's no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice. And so there are times where we go through those lean times. And uh, I share a story about John, who went through a very difficult season in his life, and how God uh, was able to uh, minister to him and then our decrees, we talk about God's, uh, God's provision. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. And then we, the rest of the decrees are, are similar in understanding God's faithfulness to provide for us.
0: Next topic, speak innovation and new ideas.
1: Yeah, Romans eight nineteen tells us the entire universe is standing in tiptoe, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. This uh, devotional talks about a man who created uh, an invention, and uh, as a result of that, uh, God birthed a whole business out of uh, this invention, and how we can look to God for innovation And, uh, for instance, the first decree says God wants to reveal secret things in hidden places for me so that I might know him. And so it's a wonderful, uh, inspirational story about uh, birthing and giving innovation to someone.
0: Author Oz Hillman is our guest. We're talking about his book, 31 Decrees of Blessing for Your Work Life. Day 16, speak blessing over families in your workplace.
1: Yeah, every business has families represented. And um, Genesis 2.18 says, It's not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. So our spouses lead to you know us having families, and so we need to bless families. We need to bless our own family. So the decrees for that day are talking about uh, families and how we're to decree blessings over every uh, part of our family—wives, children—and uh, it's a great reminder of the blessing of family. Speak peace
0: over conflicts among team members.
1: Yeah, um, you know conflicts between coworkers are not uncommon, but often they arise from misunderstandings or lack of communication. And so in this devotional, we talk about a story of a man who had a conflict with a fellow employee and what he did to resolve it and uh, what the scriptural principles are for that. And so our decrees for this day are decreeing blessing over our employees and the ability to work with one another.
0: Speak blessing over clients and customers. That's day 18.
1: Yeah, Philippians 2.3 tells us, don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. So this is talking about really placing a high value on customer service and blessing our vendors, Uh, You know, I give the story of Chick-fil-A and uh, how they are number one in customer service in the food industry and how we can learn from their own uh, focus on serving the customer. And then our decrees validate that. Um, The first decree is I will treat others as more important than myself. And then uh, similar decrees to focus on our clients and customers.
0: Oz Hillman is our guest. Day 19, speak favor in your community.
1: Yeah, there's a wonderful verse in Jeremiah 29, 7 that leads us in this uh, devotional. For this day, seek the peace of the city where I have caused you to be carried away and pray for it, uh, that uh, for its peace, you will have peace. And so uh, our cities are places that we need to have peace. And so I share a wonderful story of Tim. Tim is an Oklahoma businessman that converts a crack house into a community center and turns the whole community into a place of blessing. And so here we're talking about living in communities and blessing and decreeing favor in our communities.
0: Day 20, Speak to Rebellion.
1: Yeah, we we see with Moses and Aaron in the Old Testament where they had rebellion among the tribes of Israel and uh, what they did about it. In this devotional, I tell the story of William Will- Wallace from Scotland and how he rebelled against a tyrannical King Edward Longshanks, um, which uh, was the movie Braveheart, and how uh, we are to learn from those kinds of situations and apply them in our own work life situation. And our decrees are to really be a model believer in the workplace. For instance, the first decree that day is no unwholesome word shall proceed from my mouth, but only what is helpful in building up others. And so uh, today we Uh, decree words to foster trust, mutual respect, and godly leadership in our workplace.
0: Speak a new identity. We're at day 21, Oz.
1: Yeah. We all need to understand our identity is in Christ. And so this day I share actually a story of my wife. And uh, she was sexually abused growing up and had an identity that was not God's identity, and so she had to go through a process to get free of a negative identity, and so in this day, we proclaim our identity in Christ.
0: Uh, let's uh, talk about day 22, Speak Courage in Times of Uncertainty.
1: Yeah, well, we can all relate to that right now, can't we? Uh, John nine says, Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged, for the Lord your God would be with you wherever you go. And right now we have a lot of uncertainty in our nation and with COVID and all the things that are going. And I share a story about the Ukraine president and how he was uh, poisoned and and what came out of a a nation that uh, they went through a, a situation where the election was fraud and what happened from that. It's an inspiring story. And then we decree that we'll be strong and courageous as leaders and that God will always be with us to strengthen us and help us.
0: Oz Hillman has been our guest. The book, 31 Decrees of Blessing, for your work life. Oz has joined us from uh, from Atlanta. Stay with us because we've got more on the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. A reminder that you're listening to the new AM 990 and FM 101.5, The Word in Orlando. Stay tuned all day long. Uh, we'll be back <clears throat> right after these messages. Oz Hillman, our guest. Uh, talking about his book 31 decrees of blessing for your work life. Uh Janelle Rardon is with us. She's in Suffolk, Virginia. Her book is out, Stronger Every Day, Nine Tools for an Emotionally Healthy You. Welcome to Orlando, Janelle. I hope you're doing well.
2: I am doing so well. Thank you very much. I like I said, I would love to be in Orlando. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Well, most people do, and that's why they come here. Uh, Why was it important to write this book?
2: Multiple levels. Personally, of course, I needed it. And in my therapeutic practice, my private practice, just listening to clients for years and years and realizing that we could possibly create a better repair method that could come into therapy that would be more efficient, more effective. And I felt like if they possessed, if we or my clients, any of us possessed these specific nine tools, that life would be far more meaningful, and they wouldn't have to spend so much time in the therapy office. So my goal, Pat, is to work myself out of a, a job, actually, to empower people to be their own, their own guide.
0: Janelle, I'm eager uh, to hear about these tools, so let's get started. Mm -hmm. Tool number one, step across the threshold, meaningfulness. Tell us about Mm -hmm. that.
2: Well, there is a beautiful Greek word, eudaimonia, or eudaimania, however uh, you want to say that word. That means the pursuit of a meaningful life. It's also a tenet in positive psychology, a beautiful... A fairly new wing of psychiatry and neuroscience in the study of the brain. And it, it means to really develop a life where your goal is not just personal happiness, but it is happiness uh, that results in helping and serving others and finding passion and finding purpose. So I positioned that Pat, as tool one kind of as a broad overview that the end-all goal of working and developing our personal transformation is to have a life that is actually filled with struggle and effort and growth so that we can have a life that's more about an us or a we than just a me. And that's been proven, that uh, mm-hmm. you know, life is better when we are all growing together and flourishing together
0: tool 2 sit in god's presence secure attachment
2: yes yeah. so the book is basically divided into three parts part 1 is envision three tools under that part 2 educate three tools under that and then part 3 establish mm-hmm. three tools under that and i i did that obviously strategically because meaningfulness tool 1 goes hand in hand with this a secure attachment, part of attachment theory, and secure attachment is basically just knowing that you are cared for, seen, loved, valued, that you have worth and that you have dignity. And you know what, (laughs) according to Hal Shorey, only 55% of the population possesses secure attachment and we receive that from our primary caregiver. You know, that is our birthright, hopefully, that we're born into a home that is secure, safe, uh, happy, calm. <laughs> Not all of us have that birthright. So for me, I grew up in an alcoholic home, and I really didn't even know about this thing called secure attachment until about three years ago. And even in my master's study, I know that I learned about it. But it became a very big pivotal shift in my life when I understood what it meant to possess secure attachment. And I'm, I really will pound the table on this subject and do whatever I can to educate as many as I can on what it means to really be able to move through life from that posture, from that posture of feeling safe, feeling seen, feeling heard.
0: Janelle Reardon is our guest. We're talking about her book, Stronger Every Day, <clears throat> Tool 3, Shape Healthy Thoughts, Cognitive Reframing.
2: Yes, well, you can see how that would be integrated into having the understanding of meaningfulness and then secure attachment. And then once we begin this work of earning, you can earn secure attachment even if you have not uh, developed in that household of secure attachment. So once we know that, we have to begin to, what we call in counseling, reframe our cognition, our, our thinking processes, our perception. And that begins simply by looking at and being very aware of how we think. Why do I think the way I think? Why do I do what I do? Why do I say what I say? So I, I give a very simple, simple way to begin to look at your thought life and reframe these possibly negative narratives that have been limiting you for decades. And we begin to become very aware and reframe them. Yeah.
0: Next topic, tool number four, (laughs) shift from shaming to gracing self-compassion.
2: Yeah, now we're working at really on the interior level of our heart and our soul, mm-hmm. and one, one terrible I like to bring to light, and, and thankfully so many are bringing to light the topic of shame in our culture today, and what is shame, and how does shaming frame your thinking and the way that you move through life? And I love that Dr. Brene Brown has just made it very simple. Shame is, I am bad guilt is I did something bad. So once we begin to understand that we are not inherently bad human beings, that we have just maybe made some really poor choices or made maybe some bad things have happened to us, once we begin to understand that, we can apply this balm, this balm of self-compassion and not be so hard on ourselves, not not speak to ourselves even with hurtful words to ourselves, right? But begin to offer ourselves this beautiful, lavish gift of grace.
0: Now, I want you to talk about tool number five. Speak healing words to your future. You call it healthy assertiveness. What's that mean?
2: Well, healthy assertiveness, and you understand having, you know, you move in the realm of leadership and development, and healthy assertiveness is that capacity to be able to use your voice, to speak your words directly, diplomatically, with discretion. And I equate, Pat, in my work, voice with value, worth, and dignity, which goes right back to knowing who you are, right? Understanding you're secure, you're safe in your body, you know how you're moving through the world. And so once we begin to have a grasp of how to use our voice, you know, we give ourselves permission to use our voice. And I bring that out because so many of that 45% who are not in secure attachment, perhaps they've had childhood trauma, perhaps You know, so many different things, myself, growing up in an alcoholic home, you know, as children, we we can't speak up. We don't know how. And so I really wanted this tool to be a part of this healing, what I call a heart-lifting journey, so that men, women, and even children can begin to speak their words in such a way that we are not just speaking at one another, but we're speaking in dialogue. And if ever we needed healthy dialogue, it is today.
0: Janelle, tell us about tool number six, soak in living water, spiritual growth.
2: Mm. Well, Spiritual growth is obviously one of the most vital tools in my life. I link it with every one of the tools. And the, the beauty of these tools is that they are more powerful when they work synergistically. So they can stand on their own, but they're also more powerful when they are in a synergistic relationship. So spiritual growth is is my foundation. It's what I stand on. And that is just coming and understanding who you are in the kingdom of God, however you frame that. I do frame it from a Judeo-Christian worldview. Really knowing who you are and knowing whose you are and consistently on a daily basis soaking. I love that word soak. And the star of this tool, the star of this book, the protagonist of this book is the beautiful woman at the well in the gospel of John in the chapter four. And she just images for us how powerful God is. And when she sits and has a conversation at a very ordinary well with a very extraordinary man named Jesus, and he tells her all about this amazing living water that can actually flows through her life, and her life is absolutely changed, and the whole her whole community of sicker is changed, and she actually becomes the first evangelist in the New Testament. So spiritual growth is an essential, and all of the other tools flow from that.
0: Why do you like the word soak so much?
2: Oh, I don't know. Have you ever just been really hot? I've been in Kenya and Haiti and Thailand, and it's just so, so hot. And you're parched, and someone offers you maybe a fresh, lovely bottle of water, or maybe it just breaks out and starts pouring down rain. And it just is so refreshing. It's so renewing. And it's so vital to growth. You know, good soaking rain.
1: Mm.
2: If we don't have that, right? If we don't have that, we can't grow. And so I think it's just, I want to, I want everyone to come along and just soak with me in the power and the majesty and the goodness and the healing reign that our God offers us.
0: Janelle Reardon is with us from Suffolk, Virginia. Uh, Janelle, uh, we have now arrived at Tool 7, the name of the book, mm-hmm. Stronger Every Day. Now here's Tool 7. Send new positive messages to your brain and and you call it memory reconsolidation. You're going to have to unravel that one for us.
2: No, no, it's a little bit deep. I'm going to put some boots on just for a second, but I will, I'll, I'll make a long story short. Okay. Memory reconsolidation is definitely a scientific principle. It is a modality that we uh, therapists and counselors and life coaches use in working with others. And it is the process of rewiring our brain. So thankfully, neuro, you know, neuroplasticity is now in our conversation. About two decades ago, it, you know, scientists discovered, neuroscientists discovered that the brain could actually be rewired. You know, we know that, Pat, if we have read the Word of God and we have understood that, you know, we can actually change, we can actually experience metanoia and transformation, now it's scientifically proven. So what we do in this chapter is we go back to those negative narratives, perhaps even historical generational narratives that have been passed down to us through our parents and grandparents, Uh, maybe bullies, bad coaches, you would understand that, Uh, people that have just spoken hurtful words over our lives. And we go in this chapter, and I found a beautiful healing modality that's Pretty new, revolutionary, called Aroma Freedom Technique, and it uses the sense of smell to go into the amygdala and actually uh, cause a clearing to happen in those neural pathways where all of those negative narratives and beliefs are lodged. There are other modalities, EMDR, there are other ones that are available to us. So I just want to encourage listeners and encourage um, everyone uh, who is in the sphere. That if you have something in your life that you're just experiencing stuckness, you keep tripping over the same route, and you are sick of it, (laughs) that this process of memory reconsolidation is a tool you want to possess and learn more about. And you can do that inside of my book. That's a good springboard for you, a place for you to start.
0: Our guest, Janelle Reardon. We've got another segment with Janelle, uh, and when we come back, uh, we're going to get to Tool 8, Soar in Healthy Skies, Emotion Regulation, and then we'll also do Tool 9, Save Mental Energy for the Essentials, Human Connection. But but that comes after these messages, right here on the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. Here on the new AM 990 and FM 101.5, The Word in Orlando, we'll be right back. Janelle Reardon is with us from Suffolk, Virginia. Uh, Her book, Stronger Every Day, Nine Tools for an Emotionally Healthy You. And Janelle, as we mentioned before the break, tool number eight, Soar in Healthy Skies emotion regulation, and there's another really cool S word to go with, soak, soar. Yes. <laughs> yes,
2: I see. I see a beautiful teaching happening in your head.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you're going to soak and I'm going to soar. I, I guess that's it. Yes. Okay. Good. All right, <laughs> fill us in.
2: Well, to soar in healthy skies is all about this, process called emotion regulation. We might just call it stability. I remember in my, my younger years just going, why am I not stable? What is wrong with me? I feel like I'm riding life on a roller coaster of highs and lows and nothing in between. And so it's very important to understand uh, this tool so that we can actually move through our life from this place of our emotions not controlling us but we actually are in the driver 's seat of our emotions. Emotions are a gift they are we have over thirty four thousand they say whoever they are. but you know we want to to see these emotions in our life as energy, and that 's what they are they 're just energy in motion. so learning to manage them or have self control uh, perhaps is how you know, the Bible explains it we, we want to grow into that capacity. And we do that, Pat, by picking up all the other tools along the way. And once I understand my secure attachment, once I understand how to uh, rewire all those negative neural pathways in my brain that have been obstacles in my way to success in my life, once I apply all those tools and the output, the aspect of that is emotion regulation where I'm actually then controlling myself. And I love in the book, I I compare, since you asked me why I love soak, I'm going to tell you why I love soar. And I was teaching at a, a women's conference and I was teaching about how to raise an eagle as a child. And they're like, what does that mean? I don't know how to do that. So I took it a step further and went really deep into it in the book, in this tool. And, you know, to soar means to maintain height without flapping. <laughs> loved that. Or using engine power. And if you look at the opposite of that, like flap, what does it mean to flap? Well, it means to just flutter or wave around or be agitated or panicky. So I compare in this tool that I think soaring equals emotion regulation and stability and resilience and adaptability. And flapping would then mean emotion dysregulation. And we all know that chickens flap, but eagles soar. Not that I don't love chickens, but I really want to be an eagle. And so I want to be able to maintain uh, my meaningful life without flapping everywhere and being panicked and being controlled. Simplest way I know how to say that.
0: Janelle, I just figured it out. Uh, Coming down these these nine tools, uh, there are nine S words. Step, sit, (laughs) shape, shift, speak, soak, send, soar. And now tool nine, save, mental energy for the essentials, human connection. Mm -hmm. You save the best for last. Good.
2: You know, healing doesn't, healing doesn't happen in isolation, proven fact. We need each other. We are built for a me plus you equals we. That's what we're built for. It's our, our DNA, our inheritance. And so we want to now, in this hyper-connected culture that we live in, we want to experience and be very intentional about Saving our mental energy for true, quantumia is the word that just really means two people in a boat together, right? Really doing life together and doing it in a meaningful way. And, you know, that can go right back, Pat, to our soaring and our flapping because chickens, you know, they just run around and they're just frantic and blah, 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 but eagles are soaring and they're getting that height where they can just really get a beautiful view of what life is all about Yeah, so we want to really be sure, and my mantra here is not everybody's business is my business. So I need to really, on a daily basis, be highly intentional about where, where, when, how, and why I am utilizing my energy for the day, for my 24-hour day, which I sleep hopefully eight hours a day.
0: Janelle, how do you summarize all this? What, what do you want us to take from your mm-hmm. book?
2: I want you to realize the capacity that you possess, you who are listening, that you possess within yourself. You know, capacity, Pat, means um, just the measure of fullness that we can, that something can contain. And none of us have reached our capacity, our maximum potential. And so I don't want you to sell yourself short. I don't want someone's negative narrative or words that have been spoken over you or projected onto you to hold you back anymore. I don't care how old you are. I have clients that are in their late 80s past, and they have experienced such eudaimonia, by clearing their neural pathways, by possessing the tools in this book. And I wrote it really with them in mind, too, that, you know, my mom was 92. She recently just passed, an avid basketball fan, I might add. Yeah. And, you know, she, and I'm sad because March Madness, is getting me to start. But she changed up until the day she passed. She committed to me, we're going we're gonna to be better, we're going to live a more meaningful life. And so I'm very confident that no matter how old we are or how young we are, we possess the capacity to live at our maximum potential. That's what I want everyone to carry away in their new emotional health toolbox.
0: And the older you get, the longer (laughs) range your goals have to be. Because when you Mm -hmm. stop setting long-range goals... The dying process begins.
2: Oh, please keep speaking.
0: What do you, what do you so, think? What do you think? So of, what do you think of that concept?
2: I want to unpack it. It's so profound because when we lose vision, right? We have to have a vision that's bigger than ourselves, so that we are always our, our capacity is always being called on to be enlarged. You know, when we stop enlarging our capacity, you're right. The dying process begins. I could not agree more. Just love that you just said that. Thank you.
0: So, Janelle, I'm going to remember to step and sit and shape and shift and speak and soak and send and soar and save.
2: Mm-hmm. I oh, love it. It's so powerful. I going to say Janelle, it again. I'm going to repeat
0: it in my brain. Janelle, you you can write a whole other book just on the nine S's. Okay. Uh, think I
2: about, hear you. Will you write the forward?
0: Think, yeah, 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 I'll do the I'll do the forward. You write the book, I'll do the forward. Okay. But but you could take those nine S's and and really build uh something just around those nine S's. Uh, hmm. fascinating. Or, or I may just He's steal. Talking. Yeah, I'll keep keep working on that. Keep mulling that over. I think you've got something there. Well, listen, I I hope I'm mm-hmm. never one of your clients, you. but if I ever get, get to <laughs> if I ever get to Suffolk, Virginia, oh, and I need, uh, you play golf. I, I don't, but uh,
2: okay.
0: But but it sounds like you do.
2: I don't. My husband does, but yeah, yeah. He would invite you over for dinner. Well, you can still come over for dinner anytime you're in the area
0: good well i i i tell you i get up there once a year to do uh the the 700 club uh oh, yeah, and uh, sure. t- if mm-hmm. i've got a new book coming you know they they're very been very generous to me and uh so uh, i get up there about once a year uh, when 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 things okay. are healthy nevertheless janelle we've okay. had a wonderful half hour i'm so glad to meet you uh thanks for uh, talking sure. about your book stronger every Nay- day janelle reardon is our guest has been our guest um, we've got a wrap up right after this here on the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. It's the new AM 990 and FM 101.5, The Word, in Orlando. Well, thanks for joining us here on the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. Uh, we've had a good visit, first of all, with Oz Hillman talking about his book, 31 Decrees, not degrees, 31 Decrees of Blessing for Your Work Life. And then Janelle Reardon was with us author of Stronger Every Day. Uh, Folks, we're trying to bring Major League Baseball to Orlando, and we uh, need your help. Uh, Go up to the website, orlandodreamers.com, orlandodreamers.com, and and just check in. Say, good idea. I really think Orlando is ready to be a Major League Baseball city, and I would like to be part of it. Even uh, might be interested in season tickets someday. OrlandoDreamers.com. In the meantime, have a wonderful week ahead. Uh, We'll be back next week and for more on the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. Uh, It's the new AM 990 and FM 101.5, The Word in Orlando. Stay tuned all day long and have a great week ahead.